Hey listeners, welcome to Confessions from a Therapist, where we will not be spilling the tea on clients, but we will be giving you an inside look into the world of therapy. So sit back, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Please remember this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. Please seek services if you need, as this is not a therapeutic relationship or substitute for your own therapy. If you are in a crisis and need immediate assistance, please call 911. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hey everyone. So today we are going to be talking about what it's like to be the partner or family member of a therapist because I'm sure it's not easy for them. Nope. Nope. And we'll, we'll be talking about our experiences too, of being a therapist in a relationship and Mm -hmm. kind of giving a little bit of a, some stories from our partners and family members. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fun times. But before we start, let's check in. So Donald, how have you been? I have been um, pretty good. I feel like I've been, especially today, I feel like I'm just kind of everywhere. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of things that I have to look at or get done today that um, has just been feeling a little overwhelming. Because I know that you and I both are in a um, a nonprofit, we're board members. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, and we're in a group chat. So there's always something and we have an event planning or we're planning an event coming up in April. So we're just kind of looking back and forth with all those things. And yeah. And you and I both know about the flyer yesterday. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and it's funny because like, okay, putting together a flyer and then seeing a new one made and I'm like, like, I'm like, the time I put in, I could have, I could have skipped it. But either way, I really like the new one that we did. So it's actually yeah. a lot better, honestly. I was like, thank God, because that one looks amazing. <laughs> um, so just kind of like getting everything ready for that and looking at the messages and like trying to get things scheduled for the volunteers. Mm-hmm. And then like coming today, I have a presentation. And um, do you remember Tina from grad school? Yeah. She's, I think she teaches like the trauma class at Fresno State. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. And so last year I was a guest speaker talking about like mindfulness and yoga when it comes to like trauma work. And mm-hmm. so she asked me again today. So I have that at four. Oh, so I was fun. like looking at, and I actually put PowerPoints together because last time I just, they heard me talk. And so, <laughs> so professional, so professional. I know. I was like, Ooh, I got PowerPoints. So I made those, so I opened those up, looked at them and then I, like went through my papers to find my like notes from last time so I can read those again and so just scrambling to get things together and get things in order yeah busy what's day Monday a busy Monday a busy Monday for sure and so that's about that's about it for me everything else seems pretty good just feeling busy today Mm -hmm. so how are you let's see I'm doing good I'm recovering from the time change oh I forgot about the time change you know that plays a huge part too (laughs) we're like jet lagged (laughs) yeah right I'm recovering trying like my body is trying to like resync with now the fact that the clock is different Uh um because I'm very like I don't know I rise with the sun and I go to sleep with the sun so I like when it's sunnier later because then I don't get tired at 4 30 um but I'm my body is just very like regimented that way so when the time on the clock changes uh-huh. like it takes my body a while to like acclimate and figure it out and then having like a one-year-old who you know, she has to acclimate. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, you know, eventually I'll give it, you know, a couple of weeks and then we'll be back. Um, but an interesting thing. So we have a dog, his name's Winston and we're going to be going out of town and Winston is not coming. So <gasps> he is going to be staying at the doggy hotel. Okay. And he's never done that before. So today I dropped him off for his like meet and greet. They like spend a whole day there to sort of like get acclimated and like play and do all the different stuff. And I'm excited for him, but I'm nervous okay. because he runs like a little anxious. 
So I'm like, please just let them say that you can stay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm like, just like, just like pass this, like this interview, this dog interview. Yeah. I just get a laugh because you're like, he runs a link. So I'm like, oh, like mother likes son. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like our, like the whole family. JK. Like, yeah. So he does like in new situations and it's because we adopted him mm-hmm. and when we adopted him, he had obviously had some like doggy trauma. Like he had a piece of his ear missing and he had like scrapes, like on his face, like scratches. So he had obviously gotten into some sort of fight um, or something like when we got him and we got him, he was a puppy. So he was still like very little. And then like COVID happened, (laughs) like a few weeks after we got him and so he didn't get to I don't know see a ton of people or like a lot of other dogs so he just like runs anxious Uh but not like aggressive anxious just like timid so I'm kind of like nervous for him I'm like I hope he has a good time but we'll see Uh later when I have to go pick him up (laughs) They, they give me the update about like how he did and so I'm just like oh I hope he like did good and he has a good time yeah because it would be very nice if he liked it and then we could you know he would always have somewhere to go if we were going out of town you know we wouldn't have to worry about you know someone coming over here and watching him or anything like that um so yeah we'll see yeah like a new adventure for all of us is like doggy his doggy daycare doggy hotel (laughs) experience so how exciting I'm excited for you I know I really like I'm like Winston it'll be fine like you'll be like it's gonna be good you're gonna have a good time you know they're gonna play with you you're gonna get to play with other dogs Uh um and just like things that he doesn't do here Uh you know like they have like a like a dog splash pad sort of Uh thing yeah, where they can like play in water and do fun stuff. So I'm hoping today's meet and greet like goes well. Yeah, fingers crossed. I know they haven't called me yet. So <laughs> it's like a preschool. It's like sending your kid to preschool and you're like, I hope they have like make friends. I hope they do well. The teachers haven't called me. <laughs> I know. Well, as we were like, as I was dropping him off, other people were getting out of the car with their dogs who I'm assuming they kind of take them there all the time for like, you know, doggy daycare throughout the week. And I was like, Winston, look at, like, that could be your friend. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> look at, you can make friends with these dogs, right? Like you're going to have a good time. It's going to be great. So it is kind of like that, you know, dropping your kid off at school. And I'm like, yeah. you'll do great, honey. You know, <laughs> have fun. Uh, yeah. But that's really it that's like the most exciting thing that's that's happening right now is like you know Winston Winston growing up yeah he's he's growing yeah getting so big it's a wig and I I hope it goes well I hope it does thanks thanks I know I'll give you an update yes please do I really want to (laughs) know so being in a relationship with a therapist I know where to begin where to begin with that I have so many funny (laughs) stories about it and also like whores I know (laughs) (laughs) yeah horrible ones horrible ones I'm trying to like my brain's trying to figure out like what what do I say what do I not say Mm. not in a negative way because they're not negative it's just kind of like I have so many that I'm like which ones are the best which ones are the juiciest (laughs) yeah I think well, I guess like <laughs> it's different from like when we, or when, at least for me, like when I was first in the program uh-huh. and learning everything to like where I am now. Mm, yes. I feel like I'm an easier partner to deal with, not in like me personally, but like as the therapist version of me, that doesn't come up as much as it Mm -hmm. did like when I was in school oh for sure and I couldn't control it yeah my my family noticed a difference when I started grad school Mm -hmm. and where I'm at now 
but like they just noticed the difference in me and how I was like like you said like what you said was just noticing there's a change mm-hmm. um I'm curious though too about because it, I didn't even think about it until we started talking about right now but you've known Gabe for a long time like yes. even before you became a therapist yes and so your experience is a little bit different than most or even my own because I was gonna say for me I I met my partner like while licensed like mm-hmm. I was not, but I was dating during that time and so I mean you and I both have probably like a different experience yeah as well that's true I didn't think about that yeah it literally just came to me right now yeah because we've been together 16 16 oh. years I know oh my not god a long time <laughs> yeah um <laughs> I mean it's a good thing I'm not like Ooh, it's a long time yeah. <laughs> but no, but yeah, it's like, we're like, how is that even possible? But yeah, 16 <laughs> years. So like we got together and we were in high school. I was 16. And yeah, so we've been through many uh, growth mm-hmm. spurts and changes, like from 16-year-olds to 30-something-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm sure it was. Like, that's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah gave me me before and had to deal with me during and still now yeah (laughs) um because I remember like I'm sure what's hard well okay I guess like for me once I started to become a therapist and I was learning like when we were still in school yeah you get all this information and you like awaken like this power like this like you know magical power in which all of a sudden you like know things about people yeah and like understand things about people that sometimes like they don't even know yet Mm -hmm. and that was hard for me when I like could do that Mm -hmm. and I'd be like in my mind right? Like, well, I know why you're being that way. Yeah. Or why this is happening. Um, like this explains everything now. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like you have too much information and you don't know how to control it yet. Mm -hmm. And so that did get me like, that did get us into arguments. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, you know, well, I just learned this thing, right? Or I just learned about this. And so Mm. then like, let me tell you all this stuff. And most of the time, like that was not appreciated, Mm. (laughs) you know, for I'm sure very good reason. Cause if I like, I was probably coming off like, do you see, I know when really, I don't actually know. I just learned it, you know, like someone just told me about this, but yeah. And I've noticed that too, where it's like, when you're in a relationship with somebody as a therapist, like you do notice things and you're like, "Hmm, I wonder. And so when I was first uh, becoming a therapist, it was Mm -hmm. like you said, like you're getting all this information. Yeah. So then you're like, how, how do I unlearn or unsee these things? You can't, you just can't. Mm -mm. Once you know, you know, Yeah. And so I, I remember just always being like, just like wanting to shift or change or just kind of being like let me offer a little bit of insight yeah. oh I noticed this thing so like I'm wondering if it's that and then the people just be like can you just shut the heck up like mm-hmm. what are you talking like leave me alone you know and it's like just let it be and you're just like okay well I'm sorry like I'm just you know trying to let you know mm-hmm. and yeah. then I what I was Go gonna ahead. say too is one of one of the, the biggest thing that like sometimes at the beginning and this goes with family members and people too they're like you're not my therapist Yes. Like stop being a therapist. Like Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's always that thing of like, just don't. Well, and see, I think that that's like, right. is really time dependent too, because at the Uh beginning, I would hear that, right. Like don't therapize me. Mm -hmm. Right. Like don't analyze the situation. And at that point in time, I probably like really was hard, you know, Uh because I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't control it. Like, it's just like this information was like popping up in my mind and I didn't 
have the skill yet to like really hone that. And so Mm -hmm. I was just noticing things everywhere Mm -hmm. where I think now I'm much better at that. And I literally work on it so hard (laughs) that when now like we're in discussion, right. I'm like, okay, Michelle, don't like, don't do that. (laughs) Right. Like be like, be a person, right. Mm -hmm. Like not a therapist version of this. And so you have Mm -hmm. to like learn to filter, um, and so I really feel like I put a lot of effort in that. And so now if someone's like, why are you analyzing me? It like really like irritates me. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm literally doing the opposite. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <You're> like, I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not at all. Believe me. I'm not. Yeah. My, my thing too, with people is that they'll be like, um, uh, cause I, like I, I've, I've grown in a lot since becoming or training to be a therapist mm-hmm. and to um where I'm at now but it's a little bit different too like your experience of being with somebody for 16 years and not being a therapist training to be a therapist being a therapist right mm-hmm. mine was dating yeah and that that time you know kind of seeing people and then my experiences with that and you know thankfully now I'm with my partner and been with my partner for a while but during that time, it was very much like reading too much into situations. Yeah. Because <laughs> my therapist brain was like, what does this mean? What is that? Like, well, if we like, if we look at it this way and if we look at it this way, and that would kind of sometimes drive people away. Mm-hmm. But also I noticed being a little bit codependent yeah. a little bit more because when we're trained to be empathetic and valid, we validate people, you know, you do that a lot. So people are like, are like, oh my God, I love that. Let me like mm. go more into that. And you're just like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Like <laughs> I got to draw a boundary here. Mm-hmm. But there are other times where people just would be like, you're not my therapist. Like, okay. You know, or like being like, oh, tell me, like, let me, what about that? You know, and they're just like, oh God, like, yeah, <laughs> here we go. And you're just like, no, 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 no. It's not about that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's an interesting point that you brought up. Like that codependency. Mm-hmm part of it that can happen um like in like relationships but also like friendships Uh um where it's just naturally I think people who become therapists are probably already more inclined to be very empathetic and like Mm -hmm. listen and helping but then when you have the training and now you can do it really well it, it's almost like an automatic thing. Uh-huh. And so I had that sort of experience too um, in like training to become a therapist and in like my very early time uh-huh. where I had a hard time like making a boundary, uh-huh. right? Of like, okay, well, I can't, I can't hear like every single problem that exists in the whole world. Yeah. And like, we can talk about other things like besides those things. Yeah you know, or sometimes like only getting a phone call because it's like, they'd want my like professional opinion. Yeah. (laughs) On a situation where (laughs) I'm like, I'm, I'm more than happy to help, you know, because I like love to share information, but it would be nice if you also like called me just to be like, Hey, yeah. There's, my brain is like trying to figure out where to start with this one because like we have bullet points, right? So we, we mm-hmm. know where to go, but it's so funny because my, the first bullet point that we have, right. Is to like not being your partners or your friends or family members therapist. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing that comes to mind when I think about that, it's like, we have this t- formal training to, mm-hmm be a sounding board I think right is that the word yeah where we we are there to hear people's traumas and problems and things like that or their struggles and we offer insight or guidance in any way that we can or coping skills or tools and yet we cannot be that person for our partner but at the same time we can still be that right so it's Mm -hmm. there's that fine line of like when you're with somebody of like you aren't their therapist but you can still be 
supportive. Yeah. Because when you are, and so I'm going to think of an example right now is because, um, like I said, I was kind of, and I'll talk about dating because that's our next one. But um, when I was, because I, I have those ones. So the, the only thing I can really think of right now is like family members. Yeah. <laughs> and so, cause I would often, cause I'm really close with my siblings. And when I would go to hang out with my sister, when I was in grad school or see them, you know, I would, um, they would tell me about things. Like, so my sister was in a relationship. She's been with this, her partner. I would say this guy, this guy, her partner for like seven years or so. Or is it 10? I, I don't remember. I got to look back at that. Um, but she would like talk about it and like, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, what, what about that? And she'd roll her eyes all the time. Like when I'd be in grad school, I'd just see her roll her eyes. I'm like, what? She goes, don't do that therapist thing on me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, like, I seriously, like, I just, I'm not going to tell you because you change your voice. I can tell. And my siblings, obviously they know me forever. Yeah. So they can tell when I shifted. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, I can, I, I just know you are, I know yeah. you're right. Don't do that. And so the thing is that I've noticed is that I was struggling with like being inauthentic mm. with the people in my life. And I was like, Ooh, I wonder if that feels unauthentic with my clients. Right. So that mm-hmm. not that genuine kind of like concern, even though I was, but I was mm-hmm. like, Ooh, cause my brain was like, Ooh, you learned this thing. So maybe you can ask a little bit more. Yeah. Or you can figure it like maybe help them. Right. Cause that was my thing. Like, maybe I can help them. Like I can help them figure it out. And so I noticed the negative thing about being a therapist and being in a relationship or having family members is that it almost caused like them to not want to share with me. Mm. And so it was, for me, it was like, okay, where I'm, I can't, I have to really kind of shut this part of me off mm-hmm. or at least some parts of it because I can't be my sister's therapist. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, or I can't try to be like, let me try to figure this out. Let me try to fix them and vice versa. Right. So it's like them coming to me and being like, Oh, Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Like you were saying, they call you for information. You're just like, Oh, you know, like, yeah, that's funny that you bring that up because I had a friend once again, I was still in school at this time. Yeah, I was still in school, right? So I did not have a very good handle. (laughs) (laughs) We've grown people, we promise. Yeah, (laughs) we're better, I hope, right? Those people I know listen to this like, Manoa, Michelle, you're exactly the same. Um, No, but so I was still in school and he had mentioned that he could tell, right? Like he Mm. could tell when there was a switch because I like would tilt my head a little bit. Oh. Right. So like he'd start talking about how he felt about the situation, right? That was going on. Yeah. And yeah. I would like lean in and sort of like tilt a little bit. Uh-huh. Right. Sort of like my listening body language. Uh-huh. Um, and so he had brought that up to me before. He's like, I can always tell like when you're really listening, right? Or something like that, because I would do that same sort of motion every time. Sort uh-huh. of like all right, like dropping in, like, all right, now I'm like, you know, now my therapist ears are listening to you. Right. Yeah. And so it's interesting that you said that because I did get feedback like that (laughs) at that time. And I'm sure I have little mannerisms now, um, that people can pick up on, but I feel like I've gotten better. I like what you said, sort of like compartmentalizing, Mm. you know? So using like that same sort of like empathetic listening, but in a way that's much more like personal to me with the people in my personal life than professional, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And one of the things that I think of too is that we aren't, our partners, our friends, our family members, therapists, like we're not. Yeah. Early on, like when we learned these skills, like I think obviously a part of us was like, you know, we really want to try our best to help them or Mm -hmm. listen to them, right? Because we wanted to practice these new things to kind of see what we're doing. But uh, along the, you know, our years of growth, you know, we've had to learn to be like, okay, no, at least I did. I'm like, you know, I can't, 
I can't give you the insight into that or I can't help you with that. Like that's mm-hmm. something you probably should see a therapist about. Even like my my current partner, like mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well maybe you should go talk to your therapist about that because I can't mm-hmm. I can't yeah. help you through that. Like that's you know, if they're feeling very like angry or annoyed about something that's completely off topic about the situation, it's not my job to sit there and be like, okay, well, let me explore that with you some more. Like tell me a little bit more about these things, you know, or whatever it is. It's more like okay, like you can be annoyed and angry about it and that's completely fine. And if you really want to figure out what the issue is, like, I think you should probably go to your therapist about it. Like I'm here to help support you in that process. Mm -hmm. It's not my job to find it for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that that's one of the things that I have really leaned on a little bit is like just encouraging these people. Like that's a great thing to bring up to your therapist. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like if I personally think, oh, I think there's a lot more, right. To like explore instead of me being like, I think there's a lot more to explore. Mm -hmm. It's much more of like, I think that's great to talk about with your therapist, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of passing that. Not even like it's mine to pass. Right. right? But it's like, (laughs) that's kind of how I think like my workaround for myself Mm -hmm. is like, okay, you know. Yeah, I think that's great to talk about. And I, I, how I, that's, yes. And like how I think about it too is like, because I, I can imagine as I'm saying it, people could think, and this is probably my own anxiety, or like, I'm like, whoa, maybe I should rephrase that or give an example. Um, is that it's not that we're not empathetically listening to our partner or friends or family's struggles. Mm-hmm. So, like, an example that I think of is like, if somebody's like, I'm at, mad at my mom. My mom always does this, you know, and you're just like, okay. And you're just listening to them kind of talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, and we might say, we might offer a little bit of like, you know, well, has she always been that way or things like that, but it's not our job to f- help them figure out what the root cause is and then going, okay, so how are we going to help you out that root cause? Yeah. Right? We're, we're listening empathetically. Like we still can do that, but it's not our job to be like, okay, so, you know, how does that make you feel? Let's go mm-hmm. deeper about that. I'm yeah. doing a head tilt as I'm talking about it. Like I'm in my <laughs> And then the other part of me is like pointing the finger being like, you need to figure that out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and not. it, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It's um, because we're talking about like a similar, but different skill set, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that I'm like a better partner and friend and person because I have these other skills. Uh Um, But like you said, like the authenticity part, Uh you know, not that as therapists, we're like inauthentic, but that's like your job, right? It's like your profession. And in your personal life, you just treat that different. Uh You know, like if my friend comes to me because like in a relationship, right? Like she's frustrated about something with her partner like friend michelle and therapist michelle are going to be different yes um you know because yeah like as a therapist like you're very Mm non-biased right but obviously as like a person like i have a bias although i try my very best to not be like all crazy yeah (laughs) but but it is different like how I approach the situation or even the conversation like you know I am going to give my personal like Michelle opinion Uh um where I think previously I still I still gave my opinion but we weren't supposed to give opinions yeah right and so that bled very much into my like interactions with everybody. It's like, then I just wasn't giving opinions across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was trying to be like a very blank slate for everybody, but that's not as genuine because in your personal life, like you do have opinions. Right. Know? And you're, you're going to have those with your friends, right? So I always, now at least when I most of my friends are therapists and I have a few that aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, when I think about it, when like family members or when friends are talking about their situations or my partner is like, I ask the question like, Oh, do you, 
do you want to vent or do you want some feedback or do you want some insight? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll offer that kind of ahead of time so that they know, or like oftentimes like they'll be venting. Like I always think my partner, like be telling me about certain situations or things and I'll just kind of be like, not in my head, like, you know, cause I am genuinely empathetic towards people. Like it's mm-hmm. just how I am, especially my partner, you know? So when they're like, I'm so frustrated at work, I'll listen to what's going on. And then they're like, well, what do you think? Right. And so I'll ask like, you know, do you want insight or do you want just a vent about it? And they're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I guess I'll just, you know, maybe I do want a little bit of like feedback. And so I'll offer being like, you know, like there's not much you can control. You just have to kind of let it go or, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not my job to be like, where does that come from? Like mm-hmm. when your body, like when you think about getting angry, where do you feel that? Right. Yeah. Oh, well, like take that back to like, cause I'm thinking of like EMDR or like my mindfulness chairman, like take that back to a memory of like an early childhood memory, like or an early memory for you. That's mm-hmm. not my place nor my job to pathologize the people in my life. Yeah. You know, it is my job when I put on my therapist hat when I like start the day. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what my clients are paying me for. Yeah. And seeing me for is to help them build that awareness. But it's not my job to do that. It's emotionally draining when you take that with you outside mm-hmm. of your practice yeah. too. And that could affect your relationships. Like when you're completely exhausted or when you can't do those things and it builds an expectation of that's who you're supposed to be. And you Mm -hmm. can't always achieve that expectation. So when I think about it, I'm like, as my, if I'm describing as my partner would be telling me that it's not my place to be like, well, in childhood, what was that like for you? Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. And that's, and that's something I think even more specifically, like in a relationship. Yes. Like with your partner it's very important to like give that space, I think. Because like I said before, I think we have learned how to like notice and pick up on things. Mm. And so we might notice and pick up on certain like dynamics, right? Or certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not trends, but like- Patterns patterns right different things and when it comes to your partner sometimes it's just much better to like let those things lay until they figure it out themselves Mm -hmm. you know I found that that has been very helpful um like in my relationship Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, maybe I notice something that's going on for him, right? Like outside of like our, everything like affects your relationship, like outside of like me and him, right? Mm-hmm. I notice something else, but I, in my mind, like really have to sort of filter of like, okay, is this like, is this the time or the place? Yeah. Right? Like, is this actually going to be helpful right now or not? Um, and, you know, in being with Gabe for as long as I've been with him, if, if nothing, Mm -hmm. I have learned that he has to come to the realizations on his own. Like we kind of joke with each other about this because he says, I do the same thing, even though (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, I disagree, but whatever. It's fine. Where it's like, you know, well, I told you that. (laughs) <laughs> six months ago right and now all of a sudden it's a fabulous idea because you heard it somewhere else right you're reading a book <laughs> or whatever happened um and that happens all the time like with yeah. both of us and so I've just learned that it's better you know to if if I notice things keep it to myself mm-hmm. until it's brought up and then then I can talk about it. Yeah. Like it's, it's not our job to heal the people around us in our yeah. relationships, right? It's not, that's not our job or our duty. Did we get lost in it when we first were training? Probably. But now that we kind of have this awareness of like what our role is, because I think that mm-hmm. that's what a huge thing for me was like, okay, this is not my role. Right. So I have yeah. to put myself in check. Mm-hmm. And so like you're, you, you're talking about like you're, with Gabe, the situations of like would come up and you're like, okay, like I'm going to leave that be. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that's an important part too, where it's, you know, it's not our job to be like, oh, I noticed this common theme with you, or I noticed this thing with you, or I've noticed whatever it is. It's like, okay, but it's also setting the boundary of like, 
if it's a pattern that you yourself are like, Hey, this is uncomfortable, like call it out, but it's not Mm -hmm. your job to heal them. You can be a part of their healing. So that's Mm -hmm. important piece too, where it's, I could be present in my partners or my family members healing Mm -hmm. empathetically and just physically. Right. So, and Mm -hmm. all that, it's not my job to heal you, Mm -hmm. but people get that idea too, though. Like, for instance, like I have uh, family members who have high anxiety mm-hmm. and my mom will be like, Oh, can't, can't they just see you? Can't you just be their therapist? Like, can't they yeah. just do it? And I'm like, no, <laughs> hell no. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't want, I don't want to hear nothing about their stories or anything like that, but <laughs> I'm joking about that. Um, <laughs> but a part of it is like, no, like ethically, mm-hmm. no, like I can't for one, two, it's just, I mean, it's, I mean, too, it's all ethical, but yeah. um, it's just not my role. It's not my job. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes family members think that I have all the answers or I can help them through all these things. Like, yeah, I can be empathetic and offer some insight, but it's not my job to help you heal mm-hmm. to find that. Yeah. When I think too, realizing like for us and for our partners or family members it's like yes we have these skills but we're still people Uh and like we can really suck sometimes oh yeah I can yeah I can be and I know that yeah and it's even worse because I like know it in advance Mm -hmm. right like sometimes if if I'm real my feelings right I don't like it's just like reactionary Mm -hmm. but like if I'm being honest, there have been times where I've been in like maybe some sort of like argument and in my mind, I think, Michelle, are you going to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like probably not the best idea. Yeah. No, you're not going to get the best reaction. Are you? And then like my anger, like my little rage person inside is like, yes. Yeah. Yes going for it right and then I'm like in my again like my rational mind is like Michelle you know this isn't a good idea Uh right my rage my rage brain Uh is like no it's happening oh yeah and yeah even though I know better yeah it still happens because I'm a human (laughs) and you know I'm just as flawed Yep. Um, as ever. Yeah. I was going to say that was you, you brought up a good point. Like there are, there were times in past relationships where things were like an argument. Right. And my the anger is like, you know, you know, that pattern, you know what it's about, say it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or do whatever it is. That's like, do that thing that's wanting you to do. Mm-hmm. And I have, I'm not going to lie. I have in past relationships. It's happened mm-hmm. was not a smart move, but it did. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we are human as well. And so there are, we have our own opinions and we have our own things that can get in the way. And there's that genuine connect, genuine connection with the person. Mm -hmm. So we want to, in a way, like, let me tell you what's right, because I know this will help you. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing too, where it's like, we, that's not appropriate. Yeah. So then we're like guiding it at that point, Mm -hmm. their own healing. And that's not our job too, again, where it's, yeah. Uh-oh. And it, and too, like in a relationship, <clears throat> it's hard because you're having like human conversations, mm-hmm. right? Like so much is happening, like your personal dynamics, your partner's personal dynamics, mm-hmm. your family systems stuff, right? That you bring with you, their family system stuff that they bring with them. Mm-hmm. And like as a therapist, you like recognize, right? All those things when they're coming up, mm-hmm. but it's such like a balance between recognizing, seeing them, trying to like point that out, mm-hmm. right? In the midst of a disagreement, which like that never goes well. No. Um, and like, you know, realizing that all of your stuff is like in the background, right? Like you're getting poked in a bunch of different places and like triggered everywhere. Yeah. And so, you know, it really 
can get complicated sometimes, uh-huh. at least for me, because in my mind, so much is happening. And I'm trying to like shut some stuff off and push some stuff some other places. And then like, but all of my own feelings are happening. But yeah. then at the same time, like I'm trying to be a good partner and recognize like the things that I know that like he needs in a conversation or in an argument. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, it's just like a lot of stuff that before being a therapist, I did not recognize any of it. Yeah. And so, you know, an argument was just an argument, you know, like a disagreement was just a disagreement. It was just like Mm. opinions and feelings and that's it. Where now there's like so much more. Yeah. That's like flying around all the time whenever that happens. Which makes sense, yeah. Like, it's, I was, I'm thinking of another example and there was this one and I was like looking through the text messages because I save all mine. Yeah. And it's a friend actually of my partner's that was telling me something and they were just saying like struggling with like being present. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, you know, um, I think I was saying something like, you know, reflecting on that. I was like, oh, just like, I wonder if there's something in the present that's not that you're trying to avoid or not want to focus on. And they were like, no team, no need to provide feedback. Like that's something I can talk to my therapist about. And I was like, damn, you're right. Like I thought to myself, like, you know what, like, you're right. That's not my job to be like, but again, it's like that, that thing where it's, we try hard to not Mm -hmm. give feedback or trying to do that thing, but it's like at the same time, like hard not to, because it's just not our role. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm really curious. Like, I would like to see what, like, you know, our partners would say about us. Oh, my, I can tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> cause it's come up before where, cause my partner lacks emotional. <laughs> That's rude because again, like we have a different skill set. Like we are, we we're not like the average person when it comes to like emotional expression or understanding emotions or empathy. Mm-hmm. So for me to, to say like my partner does, but my, I, I'm going to be honest, like, I feel like my partner does. So <laughs> this is my opinion, this is my podcast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they struggle with identifying emotions and don't really do well with like talking about them, but mm-hmm. I'm on the whole other extreme where I can. And so there's been times where we've gotten arguments about those things where I'm like, where I'd say like, oh, like, well, this is how I'm feeling. And they're like, okay, well, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm just like, you don't have to tell me anything. You know what I mean? Like, just listen or whatever yeah. it may be. And so he has told me, like, he'll be at work and like, he does like, helps people like with eye care and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he, he'll have clients that have been in relationships tell him like, oh yeah, like my partner is like, a therapist like he's had that before with our partners have been therapists or their partners will be empathetic and he's like oh my god like so my boyfriend's a therapist he's like it's sometimes it's so hard to like talk about anything like emotions yeah. or anything like that because then they pick up on it and I'm like what do you mean oh tell me more and like you know what I mean it's just like he's like so sometimes I don't want to say anything mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't know what they're going to say or what they're going to think of me yeah. so it's like so then I think to myself like I don't want my partner to feel uncomfortable not to tell me about their emotions because for one they need to figure out how to talk about their emotions because <laughs> they need to so they need to talk about it more yeah <laughs> but but like I don't want my partner to feel uncomfortable to talk about those things because I'm a therapist mm-hmm. but I noticed that that's what like he'll he'll tell me like at the end of he's like oh I this nice couple came in and they were like oh you know I wasn't a very emotional person with my partner at the beginning but I've learned to think that and he's like oh like oh my gosh, so hard. My boyfriend just talks about his emotions all the time. And it's like draining. Like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, so I know my partner probably talks a lot of mad crap about me. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's like, oh, I stuck with the emotions, but he's graded it. So I just don't want to like, you know, talk about my emotions to them because I don't want him to think too talk much about, about it. Yeah. But that's the thing too, where it, for me, 
and this goes into the dating part, dating as a therapist. And this was a thing that I got a lot when I was dating Mm -hmm. was that people would assume that because I'm asking a question, it's because I'm a therapist. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge thing where like, you know, like, or I can read their mind. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, like, tell me what you think I'm feeling. And I'm like, I'm not a mind reader. You know, I'm not somebody that can just pull these things out of my hat and be like, well, let me tell you. But also like, I can't even ask follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. in my relationship or even when I was dating it'd be like somebody'd be like oh like today I was just so upset and I'd be like oh how come and they're like oh god and I'm just like oh god what do you mean I literally just want to know why yeah well that it's so interesting that you brought that up because I think that happens like with Gabe and I too and just because we're fundamentally very different mm-hmm. in that right like naturally I'm a very emotional person mm-hmm. right like I cry when I'm happy, I cry when I'm sad. Yeah. Just cry, you know, like yeah. I love to talk about how I feel about things. I'm an outward processor, uh-huh. right? So yes, I will ruminate in my mind, but then I also <laughs> need to like talk about it and sometimes like over and over, right? Because for me, like I'm processing it, I'm processing it, I'm thinking about it. And new stuff will come up for me Uh and Gabe is the opposite I think that he is a very emotional person Uh right he feels things very deeply but just because of you know like his life Uh right and like our experiences and things that happen sharing that does not necessarily like come very easily yeah you have me who's like let's talk about how we feel right like all the time (laughs) yeah right like to me if like you know I'm fine or like good or like one word answers Mm -hmm. I'm like I need like four more paragraphs of like information some adjectives right about like what's going on and he like really doesn't Mm -hmm. he's like no I just take he just like takes it at face Mm -hmm. value (laughs) and you know so he's like sometimes like Michelle why do we have to talk about this like again yeah and again and again and over and like why for 25 minutes Uh (laughs) you know and yeah so I'm sure that he's like and Michelle likes to like talk about stuff like wait (laughs) yeah he's like I could take like 50 percent like you know decrease it by 50 percent and then eventually by like another 50%. And then maybe mm-hmm. that would be like a more yeah. manageable, like <laughs> more manageable. Let's talk about <laughs> our feelings about. Um, but yeah. And then like my job and my learned skills don't help. Yeah. My already like need to over talk about how I'm feeling or about a situation. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how do you feel about it? what do you think he's like I literally have no opinion like I feel fine I'm like but do you really yeah right he's like no but really (laughs) but really like I'm fine and I'm like are you sure Mm -hmm. yeah I'm like I'm crazy apparently I do these things to him yeah it's funny (laughs) that you said it too because like Jason my partner he's he's the same like I think he's a very emotional person Mm -hmm. I think he just struggles with like identifying it talking about it which Mm -hmm. is fine and so like what you're saying at the end is like, are you sure? Like sometimes I will do that. But like, are you fine? Are you completely fine? And he's very much like, I'm already over it. Yeah. And I'm like, we'll talk about it again later. Cause I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. But then I also overshare too much where I, I would be like, oh, this made me mad. And then I'm like, cause I'm a, I don't know. I like to tell stories. And so mm-hmm. I'm like talking and then he'll just be like, okay, like, okay. I'm just like, you weren't even listening. It's like, no, I was it's just a lot. Like, it's whatever. Yeah. Like, like, whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I think for them, it like, it just must be a lot to have to like hear us all the time. Yeah. You know, and... I should get my, my partner a gift now. Like, dang, talking about this stuff now. I'm just like, <laughs> damn, it's hard to date therapists. Everybody is like, if we're going to take away today, it's hard to date a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> for so many reasons. One, we won't ever stop talking to you. No. Yeah. And two, I think like, yeah, it's just so, it's just so interesting and different. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I try to be 
calmer. I don't know. I try to not, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then at a certain point, it's like, I can't help it. Yeah. It's like, I get so full of feelings that then I'm just like, I have to share them. Yes. I have to talk about them mm-hmm. and you're here <laughs> and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't not talk about it. Yeah. Even though I tried, um, but I don't hide it well. So I think that that's another thing too, where it's mm-hmm. like, I don't hide it well. I'll be like, yeah. oh, I'm like, I'm fine. Gabe's like, all right. So we'll talk about it in an hour when you realize mm-hmm. that you're not. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I really am. <laughs> but no, we talk about it in an hour. when I. <laughs> yeah, as you say, so it comes back. <laughs> yeah, so it comes back. And then we talk yeah. about it again. So yeah, I'm sure like he has a really hard job you know, mm-hmm. being in a relationship with me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's funny, like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, there's so many stories that we can talk about this too. Because I remember one time I am, um, and this is just like, one of the reasons why sometimes, well, not sometimes, because I'm not dating, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I was gonna say, sometimes mm-hmm. I do. And I'm like, no, I don't. Um, where I remember, like, it was a few years back. I think I wasn't even licensed. I think I was an associate at the time. Um, or was I in grad school? I can't remember, but I was on a date with somebody and we were outside of the Starbucks and we were like talking and I was, they were like, well, what do you do? And I was like, oh, like I'm a therapist. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I was there for four hours Mm -hmm. listening to somebody talk about their whole life story. Oh, And I wanted to leave so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And it was, I know it was me because I was just like, oh, okay. But I think that's what also kind of like, for me, I was like, oh, like, dating as a therapist sometimes I don't even want to tell people because when I do sometimes they want to tell me all these things because mm-hmm. they want because they're like oh like you probably can understand I'm like even though I can understand does not mean it's my place to know right yeah or things like that and so I was thinking about it I always think about that one because I just remember sitting out there and like they would ask a question and they'll be like oh like what about this for you like how many siblings do you have and I'm like oh I have this many siblings and they're like oh that's cool and I'm like yeah I'm really close to them and they're like well let me talk about my siblings and then I knew about their mom and their trauma <laughs> and their siblings <laughs> and the relationship with their siblings and then their kids and the relationship with their kids and then their mm-hmm. work and their stresses with work and I was just sitting there like yeah and I knew that and it was me because I was not really kind of like setting a boundary being like okay like you know like let's focus on something different or kind of like saying like hey I think this is a little too much for too much sharing or whatever it may be mm-hmm. I was like oh my gosh yeah like because I, I mean like, like encouraging like, it to keep going yeah I just kept going nodding my head like yeah oh my gosh yeah you know I mean and I'm like listening but I, in my head I was like oh my gosh like I should not have said that you mm-hmm. know or like like I said I was, sometimes people would be like oh what do you think I'm thinking you can read can you read my mind and I'm like oh my god no and then I have a friend <laughs> who's like dating and they'll constantly get that Mm-hmm. constantly get that from people they're like what do you oh so are you trying to pathologize me right now are you trying to like play mind games with me right now and they're just like okay bye like yeah. <laughs> there's like I'm not doing it anymore like it's okay so it's so interesting that that's like the go-to yeah you know yeah don't you know like are you analyzing me don't analyze me mm-hmm. but it, it, it leads it leads into that stigma of therapists though that we've talked about before where it's like we you know, we, people think they're going to be manipulated by us, mm-hmm. you know, but in reality, it's like, that's not our job. I mean, hopefully, and like we said, with the red flag part, right. Where the, are there some out there that do in their sessions? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not our job to ever do that, mm-hmm. but it leads into those stigmas of like, Oh, like, are you trying to like change me? Or are you trying to do these things? It's like, no, honestly, I'm not like, it's, yeah you know it's a, you're like you're projecting onto me actually yeah exactly <laughs> you're actually projecting onto me tell me more about that yeah <laughs> where does that come from yeah. <laughs> yeah it is I think there's like you know pros and cons for sure mm-hmm. let's I think, talk about the pros and cons as we close out yeah let's I think the, the pros are what is the pro like <laughs> I don't know no, I know I'm like oh there are none um <laughs> I think for me personally I think that I'm a much more like mindful person uh-huh. 
right? Like because of my work. And so although I am far, far from perfect and like uh-huh. mastering these things, at least I think now I have an awareness, right? Like an awareness to sort of like my patterns, right? And like my sort of stuff that I can get stuck in. Uh-huh. Um, and much more like ownership, I think, of my feelings and my behavior, where I think without that sort of awareness, there's a lot of just like, you make me feel me, uh-huh. right? Where now I have much more of a, okay, you don't make me feel this way. I feel this way because of whatever the situation is going on. Yeah. You know, like family, partner, friends, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a pro. Right? I think so too. I think that yeah. being more mindful of like our role in the relationship, but also like our, just our feelings mm-hmm. is, is, a, is a good pro. And I've noticed that within mine. I also noticed that I have a lot more patience Mm, yeah like in in relationships with family and friends like I just noticed that I have a lot more of that especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like how they're like they need to take a little bit more time to like maybe navigate their own feelings and emotions that are coming up or things like Mm -hmm. that or need space so I'm a little bit more empathetic and patient understanding in that because before becoming a therapist I'd be more reactive or even Mm -hmm. while I was like as a therapist I was just like I know the answer like just like let's figure it like you know like let's um solve it now because mm-hmm. I know it but now that I've kind of like grown as a person and as a therapist and as a partner and a family member um and a friend I have a lot more patience now where it's like you know like you said that mindfulness of like I know how I'm feeling about it it you know if you want to navigate whatever you're feeling that's fine take your space take your time I can wait like it's not mm-hmm. my job to find it for you it's not my place to like say like this is what I think it is mm-hmm. you know it's that has that, that has been helpful yeah unless yeah. my partner says like what do you think right and then I can get my opinion and be like well I think it's this but for the most part it's like take your space like figure out what's going on with you like I'm okay with like you navigating that mm-hmm. so. yeah and I feel like I have gotten much better at being like truly supportive mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like actual support yeah I think that I've really um, increased my skill in being able to do that where before I was supportive and I tried, right? Like my best, but I think that now I'm just better at it than I was before. Yeah. I think that too. I think that's a good one too, where it's, I think that I've built this, like, again, like it's just that I'm more supportive in my relationships and like more understanding Mm-hmm. more empathetic you know I'm more calm I've known that like and it's a lot of the growth has come from me going to my own therapy yeah mm-hmm. you know and not just like just growing as a person in general has helped but also kind of noticing my own patterns and things like that and like okay so I genuinely want to grow mm-hmm. I've noticed for me that's made me a lot more calm in the relationship too and the boundary right so that like I'm not their therapist I'm not there to do these things I can be with you in that process of your own healing like I genuinely want to be there as like, you know, somebody who's going to help you heal and not just somebody who's just going to keep you stagnant or not help you, but I can't be the therapist there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, it's, that creates like a healthier relationship, mm-hmm. you know, cause then like I can really be a sister. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm not taking on the responsibility right of like trying yeah. to solve problems mm-hmm. I can just be like a better like supportive sister yeah you know and like a better supportive like wife a better supportive friend um without all the other stuff because mm-hmm. you know I've been like therapists are great and so these people in my life have been like let me try one and so mm-hmm. then I'm like it's a great thing to bring up to your therapist yeah exactly you right know? so you're yeah. kind of like segueing into that like are pushing it more towards like, hey, this is good to talk about. Not that it's to say you can't talk to me about it, but if you want to build the insight and do the healing, like I think, hey, it'd be good to kind of like go this way, this direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking so, of like cons and there's none. There's no <laughs> cons to not taking it there. Now that we've right, perfect. 
exactly now that we said all the, the pros i'm like cons <laughs> we don't even need that yeah. list and everything we've said before this just made it sound like rainbows and butterflies all the time exactly yeah exactly. so thank you for listening <laughs> <laughs> that's it and that it's it okay um I think don't, don't date your therapist. Yeah. <laughs> don't date your therapist. That's not You're good. Not, it's not, good. Um, not good. If you happen to find yourself in a relationship with a person who is a therapist. Yes. Um, I think a con for me would probably be that sometimes I dig a little too deep mm-hmm. in my relationships. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I might overset my bounds and be like, okay, well, let me explore this more because, you know, I might have like an idea of what it could be or like, let me give you some of these skills that I think would be helpful or let me kind of like do these things. I think that that's a con that I've noticed for me is sometimes I dig a little too deep in the relationships. Mm -hmm. And then when I start to notice, I'm like, Ooh, okay. Like maybe you shouldn't share that. Or like, maybe that should be something you should go talk to your therapist about yeah, or find a therapist to explore that more. Or I've noticed that's a con sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think a con in general is just you're in a relationship with somebody who likes to talk Uh and talk about feelings. That is a con. Yeah. Right. And that's a con. Like it's a positive Uh in that, you know, we should all be able to talk about our feelings, Uh but I think for like a lot of people, that's not their cup of tea all the time you know where Mm -hmm. I think sometimes for and not all therapists but I think for a lot of us because even my friends that are therapists right like we'll talk about these things because we have non-therapist partners Mm -hmm. and so you know like we really want to have like a well-rounded conversation Mm -hmm. of like let me share with you right you share with me this very like reciprocal <laughs> circle <laughs> and the partner is like no <laughs> yeah yeah um or like it's much shorter than we would like right we're like but yeah. there's so much more that we could talk about yes so i think that that part is probably exhausting for the people for the people in our life that you know i agree with that yeah <laughs> where we can be a little bit more emotional mm-hmm. not to say not to say it's a bad thing no like, we want to you know make sure that that's something that you can be emotional and share and things like that but for our partners you know who aren't as what's the word i'm trying to go i don't want i don't want to say like emotionally um trying to think of the word well i think just for people who aren't used to talking that way right which is like almost everybody Mm -hmm. you know like people just aren't used to having conversations like that Mm -hmm. and they can be exhausting conversations like that's why sometimes going to therapy can be like an exhausting task because you're like really like processing something and talking about it and thinking about it And that can be a lot. And so I Mm -hmm. think sometimes when like for me, you know, ideally all of my conversations (laughs) would be like very long because I love (laughs) to talk Yeah. Um, for other people. It's like, let's just like make this one shorter, Mm -hmm. you know, like we can still talk and, but let's just like make it shorter. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that is hard because it's just not like, it's not the average interaction that you have with most people. Yeah, that you, you explained it way better than I would have. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so as we kind of close out, I think that, I think we already kind of did what I I mean, as we're taking away, I think our pros and cons was just that really. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have anything else really to explore about this one. Yeah. I would just say, you know, if, you are in some sort of relationship, right? Like partner relationship, friendship, family member relationship with someone who's a clinician. You know, just 
we are trying our best. <laughs> yes, we are all trying our best. <laughs> we're trying our best and we're there for you. But like at the same time, we want to be, we want to be in the relationship that we're actually in with you. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to like, keep it the same. We want to keep it the same and support you. Um, and we're a great resource if you need to help, if you need help finding someone else, right? Who can support you like even more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like we just, we just want to be your friend or your family member or your partner and uh-huh. um, we're people too. Uh-huh. We make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we like really just are not that awesome. And then we sometimes miss... you're like really awesome. It's just, yeah. you know. <laughs> we're human. We're human. Yeah. Even though like oh. this is the job that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I think that's it. We're I not think that's it too. Yeah. Don't run away from us if you're trying to date a therapist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but run away from me though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already taken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taken. Find a different I'm one. Taken. Find a different one. I'm taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. So yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to today's episode. And Oh, and uh, again, if you have any questions uh, or any things that you are curious about or want us to talk about, email, email us at our email, which is confessionsfromatherapist at gmail.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> one day our listeners will give us enough questions or we can do a Q&A. Maybe. Hopefully. That's our goal. That's our goal. <laughs> Send us some questions. Yeah. We would love to answer some of them. So, yeah. but with that, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Take yeah. Till next time. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs>